In this episode of Upward Calling, we talk about the importance of gratitude. Welcome to Upward Calling. We help Christians develop a relationship with God by talking with University Church of Christ evangelist Josh Creel and Dr. Kenny Embry. Listen as we take a deeper dive on a lesson from a recent Sunday service and help you apply it Monday through Friday. How you doing, JP? I'm doing extremely well. How you doing, Kenny? Doing all right, man. Listen, I know that Josh usually does this. Josh is ill. You got the sniffles yourself, don't you? Yeah, I don't know. It's this uh, Florida allergy. Uh, I think I've gotten a, a Florida sickness every month that I've been here. So <laughs> can't wait for December. <laughs> Well, anyway, I appreciate you stepping in for Josh. This week, we're celebrating Thanksgiving, and we're coming to a holiday that really stresses this idea of gratitude and thankfulness. Why is it important for th- for Christians to be thankful? This problem of ingratitude, I think, is one that's always plagued God's people. You yeah. can see it from the Old Testament, even through the New Testament. And several of the epistles, uh, when we have... Paul or any of the inspired writers writing to New Testament Christians that is giving them that reminder to to remain in the faith, remain in the faith, that the problem is that people are trying to go outside of faith. And really, when you think about gratitude, gratitude is a way that we stay grounded in our relationship with God. If I'm thinking about what I have, then I'm not discontent with what I don't have. And oftentimes, it's those discontentments that lead us to looking for something else. It it leads us to looking for something outside of the fullness we have in God and in Christ. And so that's ultimately why I think gratitude is so important, especially to the Christian life. Yeah. I've heard it said by critics of the faith, people who who love to take pot shots at Christianity, and and they they will say something along the lines of, boy, I, I guess your God must have a really fragile ego. I mean, he needs to be thanked all the time. Really? Is your God basically that desperate? Is he that fragile? How would you answer somebody like that? Uh, your question reminds me of this conversation I had with this young man this week. He is not a Christian. Uh-huh. And he talked about one of the things that for him he sees in Christianity that he really doesn't like is Christians are supposed to love God and they're supposed to love the Bible, right? Right, right. And yet what he sees around his peers are so many Christians that complain and they grumble about having to go to Bible <laughs> studies. That's uh, right. All the time. And and so really th- this concept of being a grumbler or complainer, having ungratefulness, ingratitude in our lives, really pulls us away from God. And ultimately, yeah, yeah when a critic sees that, they're going to say, well, you're no closer to God than I am. Because one of the fundamental principles about gratitude is that it, in fact, draws us near to God. And that, that's right. something that we're trying to do as people here on earth, right? Something right. we've been trying to do since the beginning of our expulsion from the Garden of Eden, get back to a place where we can draw near to our Heavenly Father. How should we express that gratitude? How do you do it? Even tonight, I was sitting around the table with my kids, and this is something my wife and I have been trying to do, because we've been trying to foster a heart of gratitude in our young children. Uh, So we have uh, kids six and under. And so uh, (laughs) every night, we've been trying to be very conscious of expressing something we're we're thankful for. And if you've ever listened to the prayer of a child, it is one of the greatest things ever, because it's just (laughs) a thank fest. Uh, So tonight, my, my son gets to pray. And he says, God, 
thank you for church. Thank you for quietness, which is something I never would have thought to thank God for. Thank you for the times that, that we get to be quiet. And, <laughs> and there isn't just yeah. chaos encircling us all the time. Yeah. Uh, thank you for pizza. And uh, again, <laughs> like, I think that's one of the things you see in children. You see a heart of thankfulness and gratitude, a, a heart that shows true contentment never in something luxurious, just in something that, that's right there in front of them. Often we take for granted. And that's another fundamental principle of gratitude. Gratitude is is oftentimes just taking things for granted. The air we breathe, the ability to walk. And, and if we took time to thank God for the big and the small things, I think yeah. people would see that we really are living to a different standard. You mentioned basically your children. One of the things that's a common theme on, on what we've talked about in this podcast is the family relationship that God gave us, in my opinion, was constructed to reflect a spiritual relationship. When you start thinking about that your children, they get how to express gratitude. They understand it. And one of the things you should do, in my opinion, use words and thank God, thank other people, not for everything, but for specific things. If you're not enumerating your blessings, if you're not thinking about specifically what they are, you're taking them for granted. Yeah. For some reason, the older we get, the more we take for granted until we hit some point in our age where we start becoming helpless. And you kind of go back to that childlike mentality yeah. where you need other people uh, to, to help you live. I think as we become more autonomous and more independent, the, the less we, we feel grateful for, which is often why the elders or even the, the children yeah. are, are the most thankful people. Yeah. Our hearts become glad when we are grateful to God. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that really is that we affirm good in our lives and we recognize that the source of this goodness is from God. So yeah. Thanksgiving gives me the ability to change my direction in, in, in any given circumstance. Yeah, yeah. And, and as you start thinking about gratitude and, and how it, it is written about in the New Testament and uh, even in the Old Testament, you can see people are in the deepest of pits when they start remembering or thinking or acknowledging, like you said, the relationship with God, man, that's when the Psalm changes. Yeah. That's when I can be humble in all my circumstances. And, and, and that's when I can give praise to God, my father, yeah. the same language uh, in, in all things, because I understand that he is the source and the fountain for all the good uh, blessings that I have in my life. Yeah. I mean, just you talking about that reminds me of the, the story of the prodigal son. And in, in my opinion, the, the story of the prodigal son is not about the prodigal son. It's about the older brother. And the, when you start thinking about it, that older brother has taken his father for granted. I mean, the prodigal son did too. But now he's starting to think everything is unfair. Look, I mean, the, the, the problem that the older brother didn't recognize was, number one, it's a relationship. It's the relationship that was restored. And number two, the, the thing that his father was going to give him was a gift. He didn't earn it. It was a gift. And he had the discretion to give that gift. I think it is so important, just as you say, that we start figuring out that the most important things that we have in our life aren't things. That it is that relationship. That God, for some reason, as quite frankly useless as we are, 
wants to have a relationship with us, wants to love us. You can't put money on that. You can't put a price on that. Yeah, as you started thinking about the prodigal son, you think about the language that the older brother used. Man, you've never slaughtered a cow for me. I've been faithful to you all my days. Look, here I am, God. (laughs) Yeah, He feels like, the, the or here I am, Father. You know, he feels like the dad has taken him for granted. Yeah. I've been a great son. Yeah. And yet the father doesn't take for granted the fact that his oldest son, who was dead, has come back and he runs out and he meets him. Yeah. Uh, he takes value in the things that are around him. And when we start doing that, when we realize how much we've been given, it starts putting in perspective how much we really owe God. And the debt of gratitude that we owe. Yeah. Well, and if you want to take it from the point of view of the prodigal son, he didn't recognize what he had until it was gone. Yeah. I- I'll tell you what, he probably figured out gratitude pretty quick after that. So, <laughs> gratitude is one of those things that, that is uh, such a, a key component to making us less self centered, right? Right. And so. Yeah, uh, wonderful point. Well, and you know, the thing about it is everything that gratitude and thankfulness does makes you better. Then you get right back to that, the core of the relationship. It's love. Your kids love you. You love your kids. Kids are wonderful at expressing that love in in, in ways that are tangible and just the, the care that they give when they touch you or when they hug you. <laughs> uh, and very much like, just think about our Heavenly Father not getting that from us, where right. we don't take the care and the time to express that kind of love and devotion to Him that He's expressed to us. It, it really makes us want to live out that song we sing all the time, right? right? Uh, count your blessings, right. name them one by right. one. Uh, how often do we actually Yeah, do that? and I don't know of any culture anywhere where ingratitude is something that you should value. Ingratitude in every culture is a problem. Every culture prizes gratitude. Let me go back to how do you do it? Because I think one of the things you've already talked about is your kids use words. And I think that's really important. Can you think of other ways that we can and should express gratitude? Start small. Yeah. Try thanking God for the things immediately around you. So as I I sit here at my kitchen table, uh, I had had a lovely dessert. So Thank you, God, for the dessert. Thank you for for the dinner that I didn't know right. we were going to have. And, and a, a friend brought over uh, pizza. Thank you for things like salt and pepper that make our food uh, taste good. Thank you for our, our 9,000 taste yeah. buds. Thank you for the, the air that we breathe. When I get uncomfortable, thank you that I have air that I can change. <laughs> Start thinking about yeah. gratitude in terms of this endurance. Like, see, can you actually go a whole day thanking God for everything, (laughs) I think most of us would fatigue. Most of us would tap out at the mile mark uh, in our gratitude and just say, look, I can't do it. There's there's too much to be thankful for. Uh, This expression of words is is extremely important, but I think it's just a foundational principle. Now, once you've had that personal conversation with God, Start expressing it to others. Uh, think about the the first lesson you learned from from your parents, and whatever culture you're brought up, whether it be an American culture or Hispanic culture, like like in my household, uh, you learn from a young age your P's and right. Q's, right? Please and thank you. Uh, express gratitude to yeah. other people for the things that they do. So after you've exhausted your world and your list and just your your, your human body. 
start thanking others for the things that they've done. And quickly you'll realize, man, this idea of gratitude is something that that we make so inconsequential right. and so small. But in reality, it, it is a big window into seeing our relationship with yeah. God. To be grateful, Kenny, to, to express gratitude takes a lot of humility. And that's something we're not very good at, at, at showing or having in our lives. Yeah. But humility is foundational to our relationship with God. So if I can't learn the simple lesson of humility, then I definitely can't learn the lesson of gratitude. And I definitely can't teach my children to yeah. be grateful because they're going to end up just being like me. And, and that's not going to help us uh, reach that upward call that God has uh, uh, set before us. When you go to 22nd Psalm, one of the things that he talks about, and that's that's the, the psalm that we recognize is quoted on the cross. Um, it, it, at one point, he says, I will declare your name in the congregation. I think one of the things that you do if you're really grateful for something, number one, thank the person who did it for you. And then tell on them. Tell other people what they've done for you. Because that's a really good way to express gratitude. You know what? That JP, he does some great stuff, man. That's That's bragging on JP. And that's showing gratitude in a whole different way. Then a step beyond that, if you can pay it back, I think about my relationship with my kids and I think about my relationship with my parents. There's not a way for me to pay my parents back, but I sure can pay that forward. We can't pay God back. The, the, the collection that we take up on Sunday, God doesn't need it. We need to give it. But God doesn't need the money in our pockets. God doesn't need our time. God does not need our talents. We need to give those to God, though, because it makes us better. It's a way to express gratitude and thankfulness, and it's a way to help other people. Amen. <laughs> uh, so so that, that, that steals my oh, uh, man. last point I'm that sorry. I wanted to make with you. No, I love it, Kenny, because th this concept of expressing it to one another is is something that Paul uh, or God through Paul expressed in this way. Now, now we always go to this verse to talk about right, instrumental right. music, right? But let, let's let's get that sure. away from our minds. Let's look at the the language of thankfulness because that's yeah. what we're dwelling on today. So this is Colossians three fifteen. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body, and yeah. be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell richly within you, with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. This idea of thankfulness, I think, is, again, just embodied so well in children. How, how do you know if a child is truly content with their circumstances? That one of the ways that I've seen it in my family is my kids sing all the time. <laughs> when they're at their, yeah, their, their happiest, yeah. when they're not complaining about yeah, my sibling yeah. did this, when they're not complaining, oh, they took this away from me, and they're just running around the house singing, or they're in their yeah. car seats singing, or they're at the lunch table instead of eating, <laughs> they're singing. Yeah. They're reminding one another yeah. of exactly what you're saying. When, when you're full of the word of God, because you understand this great debt that you owe to God, when you understand the relationship that God uh, died for, 
to, to yeah. bring us into, you can't help but express that in thankfulness and remind one another, hey, this is what we're supposed yeah. to be doing. Uh, our lives will change around instantaneously when we start being more grateful people. So I think what you're telling me here, JP, God probably is not an egomaniac. God is probably not somebody who is, is too so weak and, and so insecure that he just needs us propping him up all the time. That, that God probably recognizes that this idea of gratitude and thankfulness, just like your kids, makes your kids better. Amen. The, the, the idea of gratitude like many things we do, is mm-hmm. more for, for us yeah. than it is for God. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. The sacrifices in the Old Testament were for the people, not for God. It all, it all already belongs. How does this idea of gratitude and thankfulness help us toward our upward goal? If we've established the simple principle of needing to count our blessings every day, why not stop? in our day-to-day activities and just take time to thank God. Yeah. I, I need these, what I've been calling divine interruptions in my life. So I can really put into perspective what it is that I'm trying to do. Yeah. So I think many Christians are in the habit of doing what before a meal can praying. Why do we pray? It, it, it's an opportunity to express gratitude for the things we have. Right. It, it's an idea. It, it, it's a concept where we can put a break in our fast-paced lives. Say, hey, this life is not about me. It's not about what, what, what I'm doing, what I've gathered. These things come uh, from the Lord. Yeah. So why not apply that same concept to our day-to-day activities? Take a break from your work. Stop working and take time to express gratitude in praise in psalms in hymns in spiritual songs to your heavenly father take time to to start acknowledging that god is doing these things for you as we would pray for a meal pray for everything in your life Uh, these words are a simple and powerful way to start changing our mindset to think of those heavenly higher callings than than the earthly callings and then Once you've established just your divine interruptions, one of the things that I need to do for me personally, and I think many of us uh, perhaps would need uh, to do this as well, is have a devoted time of thankfulness. Uh Uh, Have a time, or maybe it's as simple as go around the table and say what you're grateful for. We love to do that on national holidays. (laughs) Let's make the routine of doing that on a daily or weekly basis. Yeah. The, the the simple and most direct way that we can communicate with one another, I am grateful that God has done this for yeah. me. And thankfully, God has given us a mind that is so creative, we can thank God for the things that we often take for granted. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, JP, I'm grateful for the time that we've had for this, and I thank you for speaking with me. So I tell you what, man, why don't we do this again sometime? I would love to. Thank you for setting this up. And, and I'm so glad that technology has worked in our favor today <laughs> to be able to, to, to do this. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get to know us more, you're welcome to watch a live stream service or join us in person at University Church of Christ in Tampa, Florida. We have all our information at universitychurchofchrist.org. And we listed the sermon we reference in today's episode in the show notes. Until next time, God bless you in your walk with God.